Hey everyone, it's Miss Lucas and I'm back for an update. Today is August 20, 2020 and um, it's a Thursday. So it's the second working day um, of the week for me. Um, I think in my last recording, I mentioned that um, I wanted to have a conversation with my boyfriend um, last Monday. I really planned to. That was my target day. Um, and prior to speaking to him, I wanted to talk to his um, two best friends who are married, who happen to be married, to confirm with them that um, he is definitely going to be um, breaking up with me. And uh, after that confirmation, ideally, I was going to come up to him and um, ask him uh, if he has a decision and if he can tell me so that I can um, accept his decision and um, let him know um, what I feel about the situation before we stop talking, I guess. Um, yeah, but that didn't happen because um, when I spoke with them, they said that they had absolutely no clue what he was thinking at all. Um, whether he was even going to stay with me or uh, leave me. Um, and I wasn't exactly expecting that. Plus, um, they said something about um, uh, something that happened. Uh, it's actually a, uh, it's a, it's an anniversary of some sort. Um, and uh, it's not exactly um, the best um, thing that happens every year to him. And because of that, I definitely held back. Uh, I just, you know, I felt uncomfortable with the thought of um, speaking to him about something like this, knowing that there's, you know, um, that he went through that, um, celebrating that anniversary of something that's not exactly happy. Um, and uh, I said, okay, since I'm not ready anyway, and um, I woke up that morning very scared and wanting to vomit and um, having that lump in my throat again because I'm so scared and so um, broken and um, yeah, and uh, feeling down that, you know, I, I said, okay, I'll give myself another week to process things and hopefully this week I'll um, be able to really tell myself, okay, um, this is it. And um, regardless of what his decision is, I've decided for myself that this is how it's going to go for me. Um, I failed in that because um, I woke up this morning with a text message from my boyfriend finally, um, and he sent the message at um, almost 4 a.m. If I remember correctly, he sent the text message at around 3.47 a.m. I'm thinking, uh, since he was up that late, because he doesn't really stay up. He's not really um, that type of person. Um, and he likes to sleep. Uh, you can't make him stay up because he gets too tired. I was thinking maybe he had a last conversation with some people, or I don't know, he was probably ruminating on his own. I really don't know. And I'm not one to assume. I I mean, um, I think I mentioned this before, but during breakups, I feel like I suddenly don't know the person I'm with. Um, I, you know, I know him well. I know him inside out. I know him well enough. But as soon as they decide um, to break up with me or end things with me, it's, you know, they, they turn into a completely different person. Suddenly, I cannot assume anything anymore. I can't, um, I can't read them. I can't feel their vibe. I, I have no idea what's on their mind. I can't even guess. So, uh, God knows what he was thinking and why he was up that late. Um, well, uh, what his friends told me was that he definitely spoke with his mom, and um, he spoke with his uh, one of his guy best friends about it. And um, they pretty much gave the same advice to him. You know, decide on your own. Um, uh, it's really up to you what you want to do. 
um, just, you know, they pretty much told him to think about it and um, to make his own decision, whatever he feels. So, um, I mean, I don't know what really happened. I wasn't there when he spoke with these people. So they could have talked about anything. Regardless, it doesn't really matter anymore. I mean, it's pretty obvious from the time that the last time we saw each other, last July 27, up to the days leading to today. I mean, every day he got, you know, less and less warm. I mean, the first few days he was still telling me to go eat, that I hope I, that I, he hopes I have a good day and to um, have a good night. And I think there were there were a couple of days that he still called me by our pet name. Um, and, you know, um, every single day he just tapered um, his... Um, uh, I guess uh, our conversation or his consistent contacting me. I don't know if I even said that right because um, I don't know if I'm I'm just lagging right now because I'm drinking. Uh, <laughs> I I bought four bottles of soju, um, which is uh, my current preferred alcoholic drink. It used to be vodka, but. Um, now I'm more into this because I'm really into the flavor and um, it feels light. I mean, I can finish a whole bottle and a half and I won't feel too wasted, you know, just a buzz. But um, and I guess it's kind of helping me manage my feelings, but not really at the same time. I really don't know. Um, I haven't had any coffee today. Or did I this morning? I don't remember either. Um, but yeah, I, I'd i usually be taking like uh, two big mugs of coffee. And when I say a big mug, I'm referring to uh, the size of two mugs. Um, in just one mug. I don't know if that's even making any sense. I, it's, um, I'm, yeah, my, my brain isn't working as good as it possibly can. Uh, I have no idea if it has anything to do with my medication. I don't really think so. Uh, they're supposed to help me, um, you know, um, they're supposed to give me more clarity. Um, so it must be that I'm really scared. Uh, yeah, it must be the fear and the alcohol, um, like a combination of the two. Um, so yeah, uh, I have no idea what was going on in his mind all I know is that um from the day that we last saw each other and he said all of those things that you know um he hopes that whatever his decision is that we can stay friends that I don't get mad and um and that he's so relieved that I told him that I um I would just accept whatever his decision is whatever it is whether good or bad for me and um that he uh he, what was it that he said? Oh yeah, um, you know, he said stuff like, "How would you want to know what my decision is? Do you want me to be the one to tell you? Um, how do you want to know? Do you want me to text you? Do you want me to call you? Because I don't want to see you cry anymore. So I think that what he meant by that was um, that he didn't really want to see me, whether in person or through a video call. Uh, in his text message. Uh, this morning, he said that he uh, he's already had enough time to think about things, and it's yeah, you know, it's time to let him know to let me know. Sorry, what was on his mind, and uh, that he's sorry if the only way to talk about this is through text or call or social media because of the virus. And because uh, his internet has been fucking up for like a, a week or something. So uh, those are definitely excuses. I'm sorry, but I, I don't know if he ever stumbles upon this. Um, if he ever stumbles upon this uh, podcast channel. Um, it really, I'm sorry. Um, I'm referring to you. 
my boyfriend who's about to break up with me, my boyfriend who's be- who's uh, about to become my ex. Um, listen, Jay, you know who you are. Um, I can mention my name on here, but for the sake of like respecting your uh, yeah your identity, I will just not say your name because I believe I've mentioned my name twice already in this channel. Jay, uh, I understand that you're um, just very scared and nervous about actually speaking with me, seeing my face, and especially in person. I know that you're expecting that I'll cry and I might cause a scene or something. And I understand. Um, I understand why you would think like that because um, exactly because of your experience with me. Okay, my message to him ends here. And I'm going to start uh, talking to whoever is listening right now. Or maybe I'm talking to the wind or the wall. It doesn't matter. Um, he, yeah, uh, he doesn't really um, think I would take this like a big girl. And I understand because there have been times um, where I got I get very emotional about um, things. And uh, if it's something that's especially triggering to my emotions, like uh, something about um, something that has to do with um, unfaithfulness, infidelity, or uh, being, you know, um, not being disrespectful, or um, something that has to do with being dishonest, lying, not telling the truth, I definitely get into uh, an emotional state. I mean, I get, of course I would get mad because I, that's exactly what I don't want in a relationship. Um, as in, I really, really, really don't like it. And I think that's pretty understandable. I think everybody would feel the same way. And would have the same opinion. Who wants to be lied to? Who wants to be disrespected? And who wants to be cheated on? I mean, if if any of those things happened and you're in a relationship, then of course you're bound to react negatively. And of course there have been times where I got so mad that I would, I would uh, talk in a louder voice. I would yell. I would uh, say hurtful things, a lot of hurtful things, but don't we all at some point in our lives when we get mad? Um, this is something that is to be expected in relationships. I mean, it's definitely not good if you have a lot of fights all the time. It, it's not good if you keep on um, bickering and arguing and, you know, uh, yelling even and even saying hurtful things, it's not good. I mean, who likes that? It doesn't feel good for anybody. So I'd understand. He's probably channeling that. You know, he's, uh, I mean, that is what he remembers about me. So uh, that is what he's expecting. One of, the, one of our problems in this relationship was that when I say something, when I have a comment about something or when I reacted in a, in a specific way, he remembers it and he applies it to everything. So when I react negatively to uh, something, uh, a negative um, behavior, he thinks that I'll be reacting in the exact same way um, when he has similar behaviors. And uh, when I have a comment about something that he did, um, he will assume that anytime he did anything bad or wrong, that I will be saying the same thing. And that is exactly why he isn't really honest and why he hides things and he conceals things. And, um, I mean, the thing is, uh, with, um, non-truths is that no matter how, much you hide it the truth will always come out and um, I think people 
don't really care if uh, they come out or not. They, people don't tell the truth or they hide things from you because they're hoping that the truth never comes out. But something that people never consider is that it always, always does. It, um, I think they're just hoping that they won't be around anymore when the truth comes out. But I mean, I've stuck around despite the stuff that I um, discovered. Um, to be very fair and to be, yeah, in all fairness to me as a partner, despite the stuff that I saw, the stuff that I've experienced, I really stayed behind. I stayed. Even if it was hard for me to accept, I really worked my ass off in trying to accept it. He will probably say, and he probably feels that I haven't accepted them. But just because it's hard for me to and it's taking a long time, doesn't really mean that I'm not trying. But does that even matter now? No, it doesn't. The thing is, I know for sure I can account for myself. I tried very hard uh, for this relationship. Um, I really held my tongue when I think that I have something hurtful to say or something. Or if uh, if I'm, you know, if, if something I say will turn things into an argument. I'm going to burp. Hold on, guys. Sorry. Excuse me. Sorry about that. <laughs> Must be the alcohol. Uh, what was I saying? Yeah. Um, I can confidently say that I really worked hard on um, my personality disorder. Because I think it's the most major um, factor why a lot of my relationships uh, with the people that I love get so emotionally charged. And a lot of times there are conflicts. I mean, yeah, if you look up, if you look up uh, borderline personality disorder, you'll see that our, our brains, people, people who have it, our brains are wired in a different way and there are certain parts of the brain that don't function like normal. And because of that, it really affects how we perceive things. Uh, and because of that uh, perception, and a lot of times it's wrong or uh, we give innocent actions negative um, meanings, uh, there are a lot of conflicts um, with people in our lives and uh, especially with our loved ones because there's, they're the ones who are closest to us. And um, that's the thing here. I mean, um, even if I work my ass off to try to um, handle that and to try to fix myself um, and... Uh, No matter how hard I try to accept him for who he is and what he does, uh, I knew it was going to take a lot of time. Unfortunately, he just doesn't want to stay back to see that. Um, uh, to see that, to see it through. I I feel like I'm halfway there. Um, but, I mean, if I'm 50% there and he wants out, then, I mean, what does that mean? It means he doesn't care about, you know, staying back to see me get better or him. But honestly, uh, when I think about it, I'm not the only one who has a problem here um, and I was completely transparent with him about everything uh, from the very start. Um, the, from the very start that when we first had our date, 
when we started hanging out in the next few days after our first date. And um, I, I believe on the third day when he said that he wanted to, uh, he wanted to go, he wanted me to go out with him. He wanted to be my suitor, actually. I told him, hey, this is going to be very difficult. And uh, I told him that over and over again through the course of this whole relationship. And it was only in, in July that he really realized and really said, holy shit, this is real. So um, I honestly don't have any fault in terms of like um, honesty. I warned him about this. I told him it was going to be difficult. I would check in with him a lot of times, you know. I would ask him, are you okay? Uh, this is hard, etc. Um, it's difficult. And he kept on saying, yeah, I can handle it because I have feelings for you. And feelings are the only things that matter in a relationship. Kept on telling him, that's not true. Um, when there are problems like this, Problems is heavy. Feelings are not going to save the relationship. But did it matter to him? No. Because he was very feelings-led. And um, where exactly did it lead us? It led us to the end of the road. Which I've been sitting in since that last time that we saw each other in person. Uh... I think that's my only fault, to be completely honest. It's not even a fault because um, this is to be expected of someone that's going through therapy. It's not always going to be perfect. There will be um, there will be times when I um, I'm not able to perform as good as I'd like. Or as good as is expected of me as a, a mental health patient um, undergoing therapy. But that is exactly why uh, my partner should be an understanding person with compassion who cares enough to want to stay by my side and to understand me. Which means that he also tries to understand my condition. He really tries to get to know what it is, what triggers it, etc. Um, but he didn't want to and he didn't really make any efforts to do that. If he did, um, it was below 50%. I mean the effort. And uh, that's a really sad thing when you think about it because even if we're not married that is exactly the thing that you're supposed to be expecting from your partner um i believe that when you um start dating someone that even if you don't know where it's going ideally you should be getting into a relationship with a person that you can see a future with or a possible future with uh and I am not exactly at the age where I'd like to experiment anymore. And I'd just like to date around and see where it goes. And if it doesn't go anywhere, I'm fine with it. Yeah, uh, no. I'm not in the mood for those types of relationships where I'm just um, testing waters. And um, he he is. I mean, as proven by his words and what I witnessed and what and other people's, you know, um, claims or they're not claims. I mean, they've been proven to be right. He, I think he wants to have a serious relationship, but he just couldn't, he couldn't do it. And I wanted that, but I, there's nothing I can do anymore because, yeah, well, what else can I do? He wants out.
I think I deserve um, a conversation where we're actually facing each other in person. But um, he he's suddenly using the virus as an excuse. I mean, we even during the during the virus during the quarantine we would see each other we would spend time together at my condo mm, i would leave my parents house he would leave his parents house and we would and we would spend the weekends there together for 3 days and suddenly now it's just not worth it i mean this is when you break up with me i think i deserve that much but obviously since he's not willing to go out and risk anything uh, like he used to um that speaks volumes doesn't it i don't deserve it i don't deserve a proper goodbye a proper conversation and um i don't even know anymore if uh he will really try to get on camera to speak with me because he said he was going to his sister's house for the internet connection so that he can properly speak with me on video. Uh Yeah, I mean this is just my f- uh heart speaking, I guess. But it's I think it's pretty cruel. Um I think it's uh it's cold and it's cruel. But, um, I also understand. I I also get it. Um, this is the same exact thing. Well, it's, uh, it, this is definitely very similar to what happened with a previous partner. It just that in, in, um, in that situation, um, with my previous partner, I was the one that broke up with him. and i didn't know what i was doing because i wasn't thinking straight i was um i i think i wasn't on medication yet or i just started taking medication so it wasn't really taking effect yet and um i was in such a good mood that i thought that i was doing that i thought that i was making the right decision so i broke up with him i said i'm sorry and all of that and then when the medication started to work and i started to think straight i realized holy shit that was why did i do that i was so happy at the time i you know i was having the time of my life because i was um my moods were unstable um and once i was more stable i regretted it i tried to tell him hey um can we get back together and stuff like that and he said no um we can't because and he gave me a number of reasons that of course included it's not you it's me i i want to focus on my life my career blah 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 you deserve better i can't give you what you want stuff like that um and this is kind of the same thing i'm pretty sure that's kind of what i'm going to hear later on when we speak excuse me a burp again Uh Well with this partner um my current boyfriend who's about to be my ex he um he is going to blame himself for this. He's going to say I'm not cut out for this. I'm not a fit um, as your partner. because that's what he said last time we saw each other. He gave me uh, he told me with his words and actions from that time to this time that this is exactly where we're going. I mean, if he he wanted to stay with me, he would have already said that. In whatever manner, through a text message or um Yeah, through a text message. That's what he would have said. He wouldn't have said, "Hey, let's talk," because "let's talk" meant, you know, I gotta tell you that this is the end. 
Otherwise, he would have just said, hey, can I, can we stay together? Can you give me a chance or something, something to that effect? I, I'm not exactly, I'm not okay right now. I think it's because there are a couple more hours before we speak. Uh, yeah, um, another reason why I'm not okay um, right now is because my dad told me earlier today that my mom hasn't been telling me um, that the test results from her illness. She has cancer, um, and she's supposed to um, get an annual checkup. And last year, she skipped going to the doctor. She um, chose to focus on her job. No amount of forcing her or asking her, begging her, and bugging her to go to the doctor worked. And uh, now, mid-year, she's starting to feel physically unwell. And that's why she started going to the doctor. And apparently, my dad said that um, the test results weren't good and that my mom doesn't want to tell me about it. And um, my dad kept telling me I should focus on her instead because, I mean, it's not, you know, um, even if my boyfriend's breaking up with me, there are, you know, other matters to to focus on um, at the moment. I'm just very scared. Uh, I know it doesn't sound like it. And I know it doesn't sound like I'm suffering right now or that I'm depressed and anxious but I'm feeling all of those things at once um I feel like um I'm in such a dark place and uh, I've just been successfully distracting myself with a lot of things which included work um I think work is the only thing that is really going to keep me going but right now, when I'm thinking about everything in retrospect, I'm just, you know, uh, I'm not sure if I mentioned this before, but um, I realized throughout this these three weeks of silence from my boyfriend that I've always lived for other people. I thought that I was, you know, very spoiled. I thought that... I was um, very uh, irresponsible and I lived only for myself. I thought I treated myself all the time. Honestly, all of my actions have been for other people. If it wasn't for my current partner, it would be for my parents. From when I was small, Till the time I met my first boyfriend. Everything that I did was to please them. Everything that I did was to impress them. For, you know, for, for them to accept me, to love me and everything. When I met my boyfriend, I suddenly had a reason to focus elsewhere. So all of my, yeah, my efforts in school, in, um, in, uh, at work were kind of um for i you know i was doing all those things for my future with him even if i wasn't really even if i wasn't really succeeding at like um getting a career and um saving money for my future with him the my moods and um whether or not it's a good day or not was definitely dictated by my interaction with my partner at that time and then I lost him and then I went back to um, dedicating my life to my mom uh, because when uh, he left it was uh, right after when my mom was uh, diagnosed so um, even if I thought that I was healing myself, that everything that I was doing was self-care because, yeah, I, I went through a breakup. I was very broken. I was scared. I, was, I lost my partner at the time. And then I'm a, I was constantly afraid of losing my mom. 
So I wasn't exactly focusing on myself like I thought I did. And then uh, when I started to get up on both feet, thought that I was strong, self-reliant, and independent, I met my current boyfriend. I dated around and um, never really took things that seriously. And then I, I met my current boyfriend, who, like I mentioned before, is about to be my ex. <laughs> and then suddenly all of my efforts are for my future with him. But, you know, he's about to leave me. And um, I'm about to hear some negative, really bad news about my mom's health. And um, my dad was also recently diagnosed with diabetes, which is scary. Um, scary. It, it is. The thing is, my parents have a way of appearing like they're okay and they're strong. But it's uh, they're very good actors. But um, it's different when you see... Their test results. I'm tearing up right now. I mean, I definitely have not seen their test results, but they know what the values are. They've seen each other's test results, I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm just scared now because I've lost my partner. I always feel like I'm alone. I don't understand, like... um, I feel like I have really good friends. I feel like they are close friends. And I know that they care about me and they love me. But despite that, I always just feel so alone. I know that it's um, it's most likely part of uh, my borderline personality disorder where I feel like I'm always abandoned. I, it's either real abandonment or imagined abandonment. And it's so easy to get that feeling because, um, well, I'm clingy. And I think that, you know, that's that's one of the symptoms, you know, like you are, you, you um, have your favorite person, you, uh, your moods depend on whether they make you happy or they upset you. You cling to them because you're afraid they're going to leave you. You don't want to feel like they're going to leave you. Whether it's real abandonment, yeah, like I mentioned, or imagined abandonment. So I always feel like I'm alone. I always feel like people are tired of my shit. Even when I'm not even, um, when I, even when I feel like I'm okay, like I'm in a good place, I feel like they just, uh, yeah, I feel like they just, I I repel them, I guess. I repel them. And um, even if it's not true, it's just how it feels like. I know that it's not necessarily true. So that is my fear. Uh, I don't have the people that I love around me. Um, if, uh, If my mom is super sick and my dad is super sick, I mean, there's always that fear of losing them. And if I lose them too, it's, uh, it's, I'm thinking about it right now. It's hard for me to, um, think of a reason to keep going. I feel, uh, I was talking to a couple of my friends earlier for advice and I said, why else do I, need to get up in the morning why uh what good reason do i have to keep um working hard why do i need to keep earning money for who for me i'll be alone why do i need all this money and shit I mean, my, uh, sorry, uh, my, 
my friend is messaging me. Uh, I'm typing as I'm recording this. Uh, shit, I'm crying. Shit, that's so stupid. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, uh, I've never lived for myself, right? So it's very hard for me to process all of this right now. Um, back then, um, when my mom, uh, was, uh, diagnosed and after her chemo and stuff, we were, uh, we were all holding on to each other for strength and, uh, we were working hard to get her healthy. Every year we saw the doctor for three years and all of her test results were okay. Um, and on the fourth year, last year she skipped and now she, now that she's feeling ill, got tested sorry excuse me and got her test results they look bad um it's like <laughs> i had hope back then i was very hopeful even without my partner because he left me back then i you know i really really held on to to prayer and to god um but I healed from everything. And uh, when I met my current partner, my, cor- my current boyfriend, I let go. I let go of my strength. I didn't realize I was letting go of all of it. I didn't realize that I was clinging too much to him for support. I didn't know that I was leaning on him with my full weight and that's why i feel weak right now because i you know um you're taking away my the 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 person that i'm leaning on so i'm about to stumble <laughs> i'm about to fall flat on my face ah uh, and you're going you're you're going to take away my mom and dad too. I have never uh, lived for my own sake. Um, and now I don't know how to be. <sighs> my parents are seniors and they're very sick. It's not like they're just old because they're old. They're old and unhealthy. And I don't have siblings. I have a half-sister, but um, she doesn't count because <laughs> because she hates me. And uh, she's out, out of the country anyway. And um, I need people that I can trust who truly care about me and love me. And, uh, you know, okay, this is really funny because last time that um, a the person I dated broke up with me, I started thinking, maybe I should have a baby. Maybe I should be a single mom. Because then I'll have a reason to live. Because then I'll have a reason to work hard, to get up in the morning, because I have someone to love. And again, I'm thinking about it now. What if I just become a single mom? What if I just get have a baby so I can... You know, I can put my love somewhere because <laughs> I I don't even know why I can't just give myself my own love I thought I was doing that uh before before I met my current partner but I I guess not because <laughs> again I my whole life revolved around my parents that time I thought I was healing myself getting strong for myself and everything but nope no it was all for the sake of my mom and dad and um when i think about it now like um how am i even going to manage without my parents if i don't have a partner to lean on that alone was such a scary thought for me regardless of whether i had a partner or not it's a very i'm it's a 
terrifying. So now I'm, you know, I, you know, I, I am definitely not going to get myself pregnant. I'm not, I don't want to be a single mom as much as it's tempting because I want to have someone that I can love and focus on and live for. But again, that's just another person. I won't really be living for myself. I'll be living for a person that I love. I think the lesson that taught that um, I'm being taught here in this relationship with with Jay, who is about to break up with me at 9 p.m. because uh, it's it's almost 7 p.m. now. He uh, he's about to break up with me in two hours when we talk. I think the lesson that I I'm learning from my relationship with Jay is uh, I should learn how to live for myself and truly love myself and really understand what that means and apply that, seriously apply it. Maybe because I did not learn it in the last relationships. I was with my first ex for seven years. We were engaged to Uh, um, I remember a lot of things that that relationship taught me. I thought it was to improve myself, to be a better person. And uh, that you can grow apart. You can, uh, and, uh, that I deserve a person who is uh, capable of accepting me, all of who I am, including my mental conditions. Apparently, it's more than that because I'm still being taught something. I, I forgot to, or I missed something. I missed the le- one of the biggest lessons from that relationship, I guess, because that's exactly what I'm being taught now. I missed out on learning that I should love myself. I thought I was. I really did. Maybe I needed more time. And I just jumped in because it was so tempting to jump in. uh, Because I was really in love with my current boyfriend. It was, it's hard uh, to control your feelings. Maybe that's another thing that I'm supposed to learn to really um, control what you feel, if that's even possible. I don't know. Uh, Right now, um, it's hard for me to know or to figure out how I can um, be my own reason to live. How I can be my own reason to keep going. Sorry, excuse me. And I'm about to take a swig. Hold on. Oh, strong. Mm. That was really strong, but good. Uh, what was I saying? Shucks, I, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm going to cry later. I, I don't want to cry when we have that conversation. I really don't want to cry when I speak with my soon-to-be ex. I, I have notes, um. I wrote down some notes so that I don't miss out on anything um, because I have some stuff to say to him before we end the conversation. I mean, he will definitely tell me how he feels. He will say he's breaking up with me and the reason and stuff. And after that, I I really want to tell him how I feel and and stuff before... Um, 
before the end. I now I know I don't know what to do um, because I I mean I'm I'm just venting now on this podcast and I'm already crying. It, it's it was hard for me to control my feelings. I'm not. I wasn't even talking to anybody yet, and now I'm just. I'm kind of panicking inside because because I know I'm probably gonna cry when I talk to him, which which he he it was what he wanted to avoid. He doesn't want to see me cry. Then again, who cares? I mean, did he care about? Uh, speaking to me in person no so why should i even care if he sees me cry <laughs> i love the guy i still do and uh for all the stuff that i've processed for all the stuff that he did good and bad i still was hoping that we could fix things i i have so many notes on um why the relationship isn't exactly good for me. But despite all that, huh? Despite all that, I still want to be with him. I'm that lame. I feel stupid. I feel dumb. I feel lame. Even if I'm not, and even if I shouldn't. I should, um, should probably go see my mom now and confront her about those test results. And then uh, hopefully I am well enough to start the conversation um, with my soon-to-be ex. Maybe early, you know, in an hour's time instead of in two hours. Because by then it might be super late. Alright, well, I, I'm going to get off now and... Uh, I need to talk to my mom, and if there are any updates that are important, then I'll follow up with a with a new recording. This is Miss Lucas, and I'll talk again soon.